0: Uh, yeah, okay, now I can hear. Better? I, yeah, I just can't hear you very well.
1: I can't hear myself very well either. What is happening? Yeah,
0: double check. Because I just wanted to make sure you were recording. Your microphone's twisted. Oh. There, yeah.
1: Can you hear me? B- oh, there back. I go. There you go. You just made I'm me back.
0: Tighten that, tighten that
1: up. Yeah, here we yeah. go. I'm going to just like, were, stuff here. I was like, you
0: were recording, but all the stuff we usually do. How do I get I'm gonna drink an old fashioned before we start the episode. Yeah. It's been one of those days.
1: Yeah, great. That's a good thing. Not one of those days, a
0: good thing, but have the beverage. This is kind of Do you need kinda... here, hold on. Oh, game on. Yeah, you're oh, back. Hi. Back.
1: Gosh, I sound so much better. <laughs> Couldn't hear myself.
0: You sound so much better, and then you hear a recording of your own voice and you're like, Shit, stop <laughs> talking. Never talk again. <laughs> I
1: know. We just started, you played it back. I'm like, ooh, is that who's that guy? Oh, that's me.
0: Tell that guy. Tell that girl to fuck off. I love when
1: you were, you were just now messing with the computer and the wires and I leaned over like I knew what I could help with. I didn't know what I was doing. I like leaned in to be like, mm, yeah, that goes there. I don't know. I don't know what I'm staring at.
0: I'll just <laughs> poke it. Yeah. A
1: bunch of wires. Cool. That was-
0: <laughs> but I feel like that's a natural response. Like I do that all the time. If people are like working on something, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll be the person who just stands there and is just like, looks, looks like you're doing a great job. Yeah. I, I don't know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> the inner construction worker in me just like standing there watching like, ah oh, yeah, that, that looks right. Uh uh-huh. Now, if you asked me, like, what do you think? I go, yeah, yeah, that looks great.
0: Sounds like you got it.
1: Yeah, that's. I can hear myself again. So whatever you did worked.
0: Yeah, I'm. Cool. Yeah, I'm just there to be like the the person who affirms the decision maker. I'm like, yeah, that sounds great. Whatever you did sounds awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm here to help if you need it. So I'm here. Yeah,
0: yeah. So your yeah, day. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, no, I've just been um, working. Oh, cheers. Cheers. Oh,
1: we just touch the glasses. Oh yeah. Here
2: we go.
0: Drink. I do love the. A little foley.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: no, I've just I've had, I worked a hundred and ninety hours in two weeks.
1: Hmm, it's a lot.
0: I worked a one day that was just twenty two hours straight. I legit worked twenty two hours straight. How hours. many
1: hours in a day again?
0: Um, twenty four. Twenty
1: four. Yeah. It's a long work day.
0: Yeah. So it was a lot of that. So like, I haven't done anything social. I haven't gone to a movie. Like my dog forgot who I was. It's been. <laughs> It's been a lot. What about you?
1: Oh my gosh. I've uh, just been doing a lot of work, driving. I'm I'm covering a lot of ground. Today, I was... Actually, yesterday was in um, Banner Elk and Boone and uh, Blowing Rock. I spent the night in Boone and then this morning got up and went to West Jefferson, Sparta, Elkin, Wilkesboro, Lenore, Morganton, and now I'm on your couch. For those listening at home, just open Google Maps and see where those are if you have no idea where that is.
0: Basically... Northwestern North Carolina draw a squiggly line,
1: <laughs> a squiggly loop,
0: a giant squiggly loop through mountainous remote terrain.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was way up to hell. I was like, when I was going through Sparta, I think I spit my gum out of the car and it landed in Virginia. I was that close. Just like, Oh God, this is a long drive. So your
0: gum is infinitely better now because it I landed is. in Virginia. Yeah. Some would say that. Yeah. I, I would. I am <laughs> yeah, that someone. Yeah. You are. Yeah. I'm the someone who would do that.
1: But uh, no, it's good to be here and sitting and chatting with you. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I feel like I need to share that I've been listening to the Lego Movie 2 soundtrack. (laughs) There's a a song called Catchy Song, and I've been listening to it nonstop, because there's a line in it about, like, the song is in your head, and I'm like, yeah, it is. Thanks, Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Out of nowhere.
0: This conversation just (laughs) took a turn. That was fantastic.
1: But it's a big part of my day, just listening to the Lego Movie 2 soundtrack. (laughs)
0: I mean, I mock, but like the Lego One soundtrack was fantastic, and I have not seen the second Lego movie. I saw it this week. Was it fun?
1: It was really fun. Yeah.
0: I am not ashamed to say I saw the first one in the theater three times.
1: Oh, there's nothing wrong with that.
0: Like unintentionally.
1: Unintentionally?
0: Well, it wasn't like I just like blacked out and ended up in a theater. This it isn't the like,
1: grocery store. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like that. Oh, this is a comfortable but chair. But what it movie? was. I
0: would be out with people, and they would be like, "You know what we need to do? Go see the Lego movie." And I was like, "Okay." Fine. I'll
1: do it again. Number three.
0: I'll do what I want. Yeah, that's right. And that was, it, it's such a fun, fun humor. But now I'm gonna have to listen to the soundtrack. God,
1: yeah, I've just been playing that, playing a lot of that.
0: So speaking of music, I was staying at this when I was in Arizona for last week. I was staying at like this big fancy resort, but it's for work, so you know you don't get to do any fun fancy resort stuff. And I would, I never got outside. Like I was just stuck in hotel ballrooms, and that's my mm. life: hotel ballrooms and airports. And I finally got back to my room at one point, and it was dusk, and I suddenly heard a bagpipe, like just a oh. bagpipe. And look out like the little balcony of my room, and there's a just a di- friggin' bagpiper that comes out to the, stand by this lake, <sighs> solemnly play the bagpipes, and then disappear every night at the same time, night. just at sunset. Wow. At sunset. There's a bagpiper in Arizona, and it's one of those things like I could have looked up and found out why, and I think it's funny or not knowing why that there was a bagpiper in the middle of Arizona
1: yeah that's it's even better
0: yeah i I thought it was a more solid decision to just be like the mysterious bagpiper Mm -hmm. um there's a hotel in dc i've stayed in for work before and like every night at like 9 p.m there's a laser light show with a dj that happens inside this hotel and it ends with proud to be an american and like the (gasps) star-spangled banner in the laser light show and after like five or six days, you're like, I'm a crazy person. I'm a crazy person <laughs> hearing Proud to be an American with a laser light show. And I am I need to go die. Mm-hmm. It's fun.
1: <laughs> Patriotic death.
0: Yeah. So I I love tourney time.
1: It is the best.
0: I, so How are we
1: supposed to work this week? How does that happen?
0: <laughs> how are we not supposed to work? So, I, you know, I work in an office of all women. There's like mm-hmm. 13 women or something like that. I don't remember. Even the dogs are women. Like it's just an office of bitches. But every year that I've worked there, I have insisted that we do an NCAA bracket challenge. And? And, like, get everybody in the office to fill out a bracket. They don't. Half of them don't watch sports ever. You know how many times I have lost that tournament to somebody who just picked their favorite mascots or the colors of the team or some other random freaking plan that they had that had absolutely nothing to do with these teams or their skills or their... Mm -hmm
2: win percentages.
0: And they, I think I've won once in eight years. Hmm. And like one year, my coworker's 7 seven-year-old son filled out a bracket and he won. <laughs> that was, and that uh, concludes Sports Corner.
1: Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks Sports for, Corner. Joining, right
0: joining us for Sports Corner. <laughs> but when I, oh, when I was in Arizona, I had exactly like one night where I didn't have anything happening. Um, and I finished work at like 8.30 and snuck down to the the hotel bar to to get, you know, sad hotel bar food, mm-hmm. which is always it's the exact same menu wherever you go and got there and was like, you know what? I want an old fashioned because it's my drink. It was the sweetest damn drink I've ever had. It was like they poured syrup yes. into a cup and then
1: it varies bartender to bartender. It
0: varies Wildly, bartender to bartender, and it was it like made my teeth itch. It was so sweet, and it was so sad because it was like my one cocktail all week. I was finally getting a chance to sit down and have this oh. cocktail, and it was like a shit old fashioned. I'm still mad. Sugar like this bomb. was this is a week ago, and I'm still mad at this. <laughs> no this one drink I had a week ago.
1: Gosh, I, I feel like I've been drinking more old fashions in the last uh, few years. I don't know why, but I mean. <sighs> I feel like I go into a fancy bar, and there's a lot of them in Asheville, and if I don't know what I'm looking at, or if I look at the menu that reads like an old phone book, I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot. Uh, Old fashioned. Yeah. And then I'll look look at the bar and think, oh God, what do I want? And it kind of varies too. Like, I pick different bourbons and ryes, but most of the time, it's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is Just the Tipple Podcast.
1: Hey, welcome to Just the Tipple Podcast, episode three.
0: Uh, That's Wes Waking. Hi. Uh, I'm Sarah Spooner, and (laughs) this week's drink is the old-fashioned. I didn't even mean to to stumble into it that way, but we did.
1: That's great. Um, The old-fashioned. The
0: old-fashioned.
1: And
0: and then the old-fashioned, like you were saying, when you go to a bar and they have a ridiculous menu, or that bar and you're not sure what the quality is. Like, what I should have done in that hotel bar is ordered a gin and tonic. Going back to what we talked about episode one. Like an amateur Or domestic drink. light beer. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, my, it is my fault for expecting too much. No, it's okay. For wanting too much. At Live beer. and
1: learn. Yeah. One of those life lessons.
0: I, yeah. I, but I'm still allowed to be mad about that. You are, week absolutely. Later. I'm here to listen. Thanks. A-
1: anything. You're you a need. good friend. Yeah. You're a good I'm, friend. I'm right us. here. So just talk about it. You'll feel better. Thanks. I feel better knowing that I'm a listener.
0: Uh, But last weekend, after I finished up working in in Phoenix, I went up to Flagstaff to visit one of my best friends, lives right outside Flagstaff in Williams, Arizona, which is like the mouth of the Grand Canyon. That's, anyway, and I've been there before, but last time we went, we just like stayed inside and drank the whole time. So I didn't really get out and do anything fun. And so this time I got to go out and see like Northern Arizona. I never spent really...
1: I've never been to Arizona.
0: It is is bizarre. In in terms of the like the environments cuz you'll drive 30, 30 minutes one direction and you're in like a high flat desert. That's just you could see for miles and then there's like snow-capped peaks in the distance and that's all weird and you drive another 30 minutes and you're in like a scrub pine forest and then like wow. a, it's it's kind of all over the place. Like wait, what? And then there's the, there's a 30 degree difference between those places and then you're in Fun. Se- Sedona like there's all kinds of weird stuff, but um, one of the places we went, <laughs> there's just like a mountain in the distance, and you can see there's like a hole blown out of it. And where we're standing are these rocks that are the size of cars or like two-story buildings. And they're like, oh, yeah, that was that's a volcano. And it blew up, and Yay. these rocks seven miles away are what came off of Holy that. Holy shit. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to go back to where there's no volcanoes. Like, I, I was real thankful to live in a place where there's no volcanoes and really no earthquakes. I don't
1: think I've – I can't – in this moment, sitting here on your couch, I can't remember if I've been near a volcano. Like. Yeah. W- intentionally been near a volcano. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah, like, me too. You could say it's been dormant for 10 million years and I'd still be like, that's oh, a volcano. Like that's. It can go at any time. It can go at any time. Yeah. I don't want to be near it.
0: Yeah. I don't, I do not have volcano in my, my repertoire of preparedness. <laughs> Yeah, my brain short circuited a little bit because I was like, wait, Uh? what? I don't actually, I'm not 100% sure what we're supposed to do with volcanoes. Like earthquakes, okay.
1: Blizzards, sure. Floods,
0: okay. Volcanoes, I have no idea. (laughs) It's just
1: the earth spitting out hot molten rock. At you. Yikes. Boy, Yeah. yeah, the more I think about it, I just don't want to be near one.
0: No, they freak me out. And it turns out I have a problem with volcanoes. I didn't, I, I am today years old when yeah. I discovered that.
1: So my wife watches The Bachelor regularly. She's going to throw that out there. And I feel I'd like- I like that
0: you blame this on her. Yeah, Go I'm going to say
1: that. Yeah. And I'm somehow in the room when it's happening. That's crazy too. Huh. But uh, I feel like more times than they should, they fly helicopters over volcanoes. <laughs> like what? <laughs> there is an is inordinate, amount,
0: <laughs> inordinate amount of, of helicopters is flying that, over volcanoes. Is that
1: romantic? Like, is it like, oh, that's gorgeous. We could die. Maybe it's like, a, oh, this is the last moment of our life. We've known each other for two weeks. This We're on is, TV.
0: These are many important questions.
1: Yeah, it's just going down that road because that's the last volcano I've seen.
0: Was on, <laughs> was on The on television. Yeah, it
1: was on a reality show. They do seem to fly in a lot of helicopters. About love in weeks. Yeah, yeah a, lot, a, lot, a lot of flying helicopters. They find volcanoes. You know, it's among other crappy things, but...
0: Yeah, I might be stuck on this topic for a minute.
1: Stay with it. No, no,
0: no. It's just gonna stay in my mind for a little bit. Yeah, but the whole volcano thing. Like, I they said it in passing, and it was so casual, and I was like, Wait, I didn't. First of all, I didn't know there were volcanoes this far inland in Arizona. Shit. I thought of them as being like on the coast. I thought they were on. They were in Hawaii. (laughs) Yeah, like I feel like Hawaii has. I thought they
1: was on them islands, way the heck out in the Pacific.
0: Yeah we don't we don't have them what are they there. doing in the
1: mainland this is crazy
0: this is they're in low 48 well, i mean my accent
1: went there sorry any uh, offended listeners
0: but, mount saint helens i mean
1: <sighs> this is crazy this,
0: oh, yeah and, and they said one of them was something like mount saint helens and i was like no no never never compare
1: because
0: that no mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: nope, nope, nope.
0: yeah so please don't ever send us places where there's volcanoes that's the moral of the story, uh, unless you can give me a really good idea of how to prepare for a volcano.
1: I'm still stuck on it spitting rocks like seven miles away. That's crazy. Seven
0: miles away, and they are two stories tall or like oh, truck size rocks. By rocks,
1: I mean boulders.
0: You mean the entire Earth's crust.
1: <laughs> right. Just moving it around. And
0: this one had had blown so much lava seven miles away that it completely changed the course of the river. The little, oh. co- little Colorado. And so there was like this giant U that had to happen in the middle of this river because lava changed a river, you know, thousands of years ago. And so we hiked down into the canyon and the, there's this all this snow melt. So it's going crazy. Um, and one side of the canyon is all metamorphic rock. Like it's lava, it's basalt and lava. And uh, the other side's all sandstone because the volcano didn't get that far. Wow. And so it's entirely different geologies in, the, in a pretty narrow canyon and uh there was a lot of mud and it. it was fun
1: wow it's like we are just these tiny beings i mean i gotta sip this drink
0: I know. uh by sip you mean i already drank it
1: oh i'm pretty close to the end yeah well. i uh
0: to really tell you about my day i <laughs> i chugged gulp you can't really chug an old-fashioned though. they're very small mm-hmm. they're petite little drinks they're
1: petite little drinks they're adorable that was a good one. We started with an original.
0: Yeah, we, yeah, we started with the uh, the, house, the house. Yeah, old the fashioned. household fashion. And then we're going to um, go make the other house, mm-hmm. is what I just decided to call it.
1: So a household fashion, what are the ingredients in an in old-fashioned?
0: That's a great question. So like typically your old-fashioned is just sugar, water, bitters... And whiskey.
1: Mm, I like all of those.
0: Yeah, those are all great things, and you can do a lot of different things with that. But yeah, that's pretty much it. So this one we actually made with a sugar cube because we went that route. Um, and uh, I, I just I a-
1: always get excited when sugar's in something. Like I love sugar. So it was like, yeah, sugar you're a cube, sweets yeah. person. I am a I'm a sweets person. Yeah.
0: I am not a sweets person. I'm a salty person. Read into that what you will.
1: Mm, I, I would make an old fashioned with uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream if I get away with it. I love sugar. Uh, wait, what just happened? Where am I? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you oh just gosh. went down a rabbit hole. Whew, Excuse me, but yeah, I might uh, go make a second one, and then uh, we'll talk about some old fashions.
1: Mm, can't wait. Yes. Ah, round two. Round
0: two. Oh.
1: What's the name of this drink we just made?
0: I was just calling this the other house.
1: The other house, yeah.
0: They had the house old-fashioned and the other house old-fashioned. So this one actually has cognac in it.
1: Cognac and bourbon. Yeah. Ooh.
0: And um, cheers. Cheers. And we would... Um, I'm probably going <laughs> to... <laughs> probably pronouncing it wrong, but it's dam- Damera? Damera? Damera. damra damera syrup. I didn't look up how to pronounce it because I don't care that much. That's okay. We're not bartenders. We're not bartenders. It's a it's a sugary substance. Well,
1: here's my first sip. I'm going yeah. for it. Oh, boy. That's good.
0: Shit. Yeah, that's so like... So good. <laughs> that might be my new house. Mm. I might move out of the old house and that move into delicious. the new house.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: I'm surprised the cognac in it. That kind of yeah.
1: surprised me. I saw we were making the drinks and it's like cognac and bourbon. Okay.
0: You're just getting ladies' man fancy.
1: Yeah. And our old friends sugar and bitters and ooh, yeah so it's tasty
0: i don't know if you you knew this i you know i learned stuff when i'm mm-hmm. researching for this but apparently the old fashioned is actually called that it was originally a style of drink oh was the old fashioned style and the old fashioned style was liquor sugar bitters and water and so mm. like you would order a cocktail the old fashioned style and then eventually it uh morphed into just being the old-fashioned which is kind of cool
1: that is kind of cool Yeah, but you
0: yeah you can and we're gonna do it later but you can make an old-fashioned out of a lot of liquors
1: like what what kinds of liquors
0: you can do tequila Woo! rum uh, oh. rum is a big popular one that's one we're gonna try
1: uh, yeah you we we talked about that previously and i had never heard of this before and i'm excited to try a rum old-fashioned
0: and i am not necessarily a fan of rum just, no, I'm just okay in, with it. in general. Too sweet for me. Uh, yeah. It is a sweet drink. It's I am not a sweet person or a sweet drink. <laughs> yeah, so like the old fashioned hold on, I have to pull out my notes because yeah, I go ahead. did not prepare this week. Like, no, this is okay.
1: Here. We are just going for it right now.
0: Yeah, the old fashioned uh was first recorded the first recorded definition of it was just describing like as a cocktail in general. It's like considered the first cocktail. The fir- I, yeah,
1: I did read that, it was the first cocktail. Awesome.
0: In eighteen oh six. It's an oldie. Old-fashioned. Hey! Yeah, it was just the style. That's kind of what they were talking Mm -hmm. about. But yeah, the American whiskey is is what it eventually evolved into. And that came out of Louisville, Kentucky.
1: Wouldn't you know. Uh,
0: In 1862, there was a book called Jerry Thomas's Bartender's Guide, which I looked up and you can still buy. Really? A copy of this book. Yeah, I I was really tempted to buy one. But then, you know, I didn't. I looked at my wallet and didn't. It was the first cocktail, like, true cocktail book that was published in the u.s and it's kind of what uh the old-fashioned they had an old-fashioned in there that was the old-fashioned holland gin cocktail mm. so it was with gin so like yeah i mean fuck all um <laughs> and that was a small lump of sugar in a whiskey glass containing a little water add a lump of ice two dashes of Angostura bitters a small piece of lemon peel one jigger holland gin mixed with small bar s- spoon serve which is essentially exactly what we made as the household fashioned, but with whiskey instead of Holland gin. Mm. Which is like, huh.
1: Interesting.
0: There's nothing new under the moon. We've wow. all been here before. We have. We're going to die by volcanoes.
1: It's going to happen. It's inevitable. <laughs> oh, I'm going to drink Guys, to we're that.
0: really optimistic and like happy today.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the cloudy episode.
0: <laughs> wah, wah.
1: <laughs> wah, wah, we're all going to die in a volcano <laughs> eruption. why am i laughing i don't know it's been a long week (laughs) oh death is coming cheers
0: i was actually at the chiropractor this morning and Mm. uh was talking about having (coughs) worked a ridiculous amount of time oh you're right there buddy
1: i'm okay i just threw it down really hard because i thought about the volcano death so i was like yeah there goes the drink gulp I'm back. Okay, so oh, you're sorry. sorry. You were saying the chiropractor. This yeah, I was morning. at the
0: chiropractor, and I was talking about having just worked a really long time. And my flight out to Phoenix actually went through the tornadoes that were in Alabama that just like killed everybody. Oh my god. My gosh. flight was straight through it, and so they were, they couldn't serve any drinks. It was just insane turbulence. They were like, "Yeah, don't get up," for like three hours. At all. And the and I've never been on a plane where it was moving in two or three directions simultaneously. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Uh, and I was trying to work because <laughs> my life. <laughs> and my chiropractor was like, oh, my gosh, were, were you scared? And I was like, honestly, I was so tired. I was going to welcome the nap. <laughs> oh, like, boy. She's <laughs> like, no, I think you need a day off. <laughs> <I think that's... laughs> so when I think about the volcano, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a nap. It so sounds like sweet sleep.
1: I'm, I'm like, no pilot. But couldn't they have maybe flown over
0: the tornadoes? I think they were pretty high up thunderstorms.
1: Damn. See, I don't know anything about flying. I'm just not a pilot, so.
0: You know, I love not knowing anything about flying because I just get on a plane and then like I walk in a hollow metal tube and then I walk out of a hollow metal <laughs> tube and I'm a lot in of a trust. world.
1: Flying is, I, I remember joking about that years ago, like there's a lot of trust in flying because you're basically getting onto, into a metal bird and flying over anything. It could be an ocean. You don't know. Oceans, um, rocks, volcanoes, tornadoes.
0: A ton of volcanoes. Yeah. You don't know. So I did learn something recently about airplanes that I thought was kind of crazy. Mm. Because you know how you get on a plane and there's like ashtrays? They're I, still by the bathroom. There's still like an ashtray. I haven't even looked. No. Wow. Yeah. they're still like, do not put your cigarette out in the <laughs> lavatory in an ashtray. Oh. And I was always like, God, how old are these planes that there's ashtrays? It does beg that question. But the reason is, is that planes are so redundant, they're built to be redundant. So basically, it's like a plane inside a plane. So if something breaks, there's always something to back it up. Hmm. Um, And the ashtray is a backup so that there should be no smoking ever on that plane. But should someone light a cigarette on that plane, it has to go somewhere. That's true. Uh, you don't want to go in a trash can. There's nowhere else to put it. Where are you going to put out something on fire on a plane? Sheesh. And so they intentionally have ashtrays still on planes as a backup.
1: No, it's genius.
0: And I was like, oh, that makes, I feel so much better. I'm not flying on like 50 year old planes. It's them being like super backed up. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Yeah,
1: human people are crazy. So
0: I'm, they're better. Now they're now much the, better than dog people.
1: Yeah, dog people. You can train human people. They'll still light cigarettes on fucking planes. Like, yeah, like don't, do yeah. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this.
0: How much do you have to explain to somebody, like, don't do this, you're in a hollow metal tube of fixed oxygen 30,000 feet in the air, maybe don't light shit on fire.
1: <laughs> maybe. Oh, God. There did,
0: should be, like, a Nicorette dispenser. Did you
1: ever see that movie Sexy Beast with uh, Ben Kingsley, among other actors, and there's a part where he's, like, smoking a cigarette at the end of the movie on a plane, and it hasn't taken off yet, and you think they're going to they're gonna have to take off with this dude just smoking a cigarette, he's not going to put it out, he's like, no, he's like this gangster character. And then shit happens. That's all I'm going to say. You got to watch the movie.
0: No, right? I've never seen the movie, and now I'm going to have to. I mean, yeah. I do love Ben Kingsley and other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good description. Ray Winston's in it,
1: too. God, he's great. Oh, man. Anyway,
0: uh, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have <laughs> My to come back on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: smoking on planes. <laughs> do you Be-do-do. ever ben see that movie? Kingsley. Yep. Well, the
0: fact that, like, I was trying to explain to, like, a 24 year old the other day about smoking sections in restaurants.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And just how you would walk into, you know, Pizza Hut, and it would be, like, smoking or non. And you'd be, yeah. like, non-smoking. And then they would just have, like, that glass partial partition. Partial. It didn't even go to the, the to, to the ceiling. No. I
1: always wonder what was the deal with it. Like the smoking section so smoke is in the air and the air is shared throughout the establishment yeah and you're okay. just
0: slightly farther away from the source of the smoke
1: yeah your le- the left side of your jacket won't smell like shit so that's basically it
0: yeah but like try explaining smoking or not like that <sighs> question it was so ubiquitous it was you know everywhere yeah smoking or not and so, now you you wow, ask a, like a 19 20 year old that dad, and they're like what do you what are you talking about?
1: Yeah, it's like the legend of the payphone. They don't
0: remember, that, yeah, that McDonald's had a smoking section.
1: Oh <laughs> God! Can you think of a worse meal? Smoking. Yeah, I've never okay. lit cigarette. Well, that's not true. I smoked cigarettes at one point in my life. Anyway, I'm sharing no, he, too much.
0: No, he didn't. Insurance company. He no, I didn't. Did insurance
1: that. company I never did it. No, 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 no. It was at a no. party Cut and that. someone handed it to me, Cut and I was like, "Go oh, do this." I oh, got it. I just, put you, it away. You just I threw it down. I, I threw it down. I dropped. You held it, it for him. I held it for him. Yeah, it, it's, it's secondhand just, smoke.
0: Yeah, just out in the air like that.
1: Right. Yeah. Exactly what I did. Yeah. yeah that, that's what I meant. It came yeah. out wrong. Sorry. It's been a long week.
0: Don't judge him, insurance company.
1: Don't ever do that, insurance company. Don't you dare. Are listening?
0: Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: we're uh, we're back.
0: We're drinking old fashions. Uh, Yeah. So the first old fashioned in the U.S. or like the one that we know today um, was 1880, and there was a guy whose name was Colonel James Pepper. Who's Colonel Pepper? Colonel Pepper. Um,
1: was he once Sergeant Pepper he, you and know became the, Colonel Pepper?
0: That's my favorite part of the story is that he had to start as a Sergeant ah! Pepper before he became a Colonel Pepper. Um, so let's say he got demoted back to Sergeant Pepper. <laughs> he was a member of the... Again, these freaking names. I need to check like them. Oh, this is the them. best. I think it's the Pendennis Dennis Club. Okay. I think it's how it's pronounced. It's still around. It's oh. like a really old gentleman's club in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, and... Colonel Pepper was a bourbon distiller and a member mm. of this very prestigious club. Um, it is the preeminent social club in Kentucky uh, and one of the premier clubs in the United States to this day. Oh, they actually, still. yeah, their their building is really cool. I, I looked them up. They have like a really stately building. They've been in since the early 1900s. So the recipe that he had at the Pendennis Club is considered the very first, and it does require angostura bit- bitters, which we'll talk about in a minute. They changed between whiskeys and b- bourbons, but it was always Angostura bitters that were in it. So sometimes whiskey, sometimes bourbon, because he was a bourbon distiller. They kind of stuck with it, but their recipe uses orange slice, cherry, a lemon twist uh, with the two former muddled in simple syrup, Angostura mm. bitters and, and bourbon.
1: I and, like, I like cherries.
0: Yeah. I always think of those in Manhattan, so I don't think of those in a old fashioned. exactly right. But he brought it to uh, Colonel Pepper or former, for, the former mm-hmm. Sergeant Pepper, uh, brought it to the Waldorf Astoria in New York, and that's what really made it blow up nationally as a drink. So that would have been the um, 1890s, 1900s, that he, the, the world was kind of officially introduced to what we now know as the old-fashioned. Oh. Thanks, Colonel Colonel Peppers. Thanks,
1: Colonel Peppers. Thanks, Kentucky. Oh, boy. I'm reading about bitters right now. I'm looking at that.
0: Oh, that's so fun to talk about. I'm excited to talk about some bitters. Yeah, They're could... fascinating, man.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. I'm finding a lot of sources here bitters bitters bitters
0: i mean i'm a bitter person but that's not
1: see i'm a sweet person i know I you try to be sweet
0: you're so sweet i try i love that bitters there are they're all top secret recipes like you can't like find a recipe for famous bitters online hmm. they're all like no we can't tell you what's in it like oh. uh Angostura bitters i learned this which is crazy is there they actually have like an arrangement with customs basically so like their stuff doesn't really get searched coming in like it has to be specially sealed and stuff so they can keep some of the secrecy of all the stuff that gets added to their bitters oh isn't that crazy
1: that is insane wow
0: yeah bitters i guess the basis for bitters i don't know how far
1: back does it go bitters like the egyptians
0: the egyptians i think yeah it goes all the way back there
1: that's that's old man again old-fashioned oh
0: jeez They weren't kidding when they called it an old yeah. Fashion. That's what.
1: What should we call this drink? <laughs> Old-fashioned. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. I'm it, reading
1: where yeah they uh yeah the Egyptians, may have infused medicinal herbs in jars of wine.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So they used wine for their their bitters. It was they put a bunch of random shit in wine and then left it, and then I think the Middle Ages, is where they started. They're they were starting to make more alcohol, like uh-huh. actually like neutral spirit, quote unquote alcohol. And that's when it, it kind of switched over to that. But I'd be curious to try wine bitters. Me too. Yeah. That's kind of cool.
1: I, I love thinking about um, back in time when people were just putting shit together. Just like experimenting and like, what will happen if I put this with this?
0: I just want, want to know how many people have died because people mm-hmm. are that's like...
1: That's of course had, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like the tomato, right? Like if you... Every other part of the tomato plant is poisonous except the fruit. Who figured <laughs> that out?
1: <laughs> right. Or how hungry was the guy who discovered you could eat oysters,
0: or eggs,
1: or lobsters? Yeah, <laughs> shrimp for shrimp. crying out loud! Like who? Oh, look, an ocean roach! Yummy! Yummy! These are good.
0: Sounds like a great idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Like lobster
0: was actually a prison food. No kidding. Yeah, lobster that. was the was really really low class prison food in Maine up until World War Two.
1: Low crazy? class. Yeah. Wow.
0: And then people were like, um this is delicious this is this butter creature this is just a receptacle for butter
1: I love if it. i was doing time i would do it in maine
0: i would i would have gone to maine prisons yeah it's a whole lot of lobster dinners yeah but i i always like to believe that those things are um discovered by teenage boys on a dare
1: that's what i always thought it was
0: yeah like they saw something fall out of a chicken and they're like a dairy to eat that and the other kid was like okay
1: yeah, that just came out of the chicken's butt. I feel like Let's most, eat it.
0: Most women, we, we'd just be eating beans. Like beans and vegetables. like But very like straightforward vegetables. Very straightforward animals.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the women just watched and were like, yeah, we're like, right? no, like
0: I'm what not are gonna, they doing? What are they doing? We have plenty of stuff right here. Oh. and Just roll our eyes and keep going. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and it continues today.
0: Today. But um, bitters now is still made with a... In like a neutral grain spirit, I saw a recipe for bitters mm. that was like throw some shit together, and it was take Everclear. Was the was the first, first step? We Whoa! And I was like, Wait, what?
1: <laughs> huh?
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> Anytime oh. Everclear, I like I've never seen Everclear used for anything except terrible decision making in college. I didn't know that it had like another purpose, but yeah. apparently, yeah. So you have Everclear, so super super high proof oh. neutral spirit. And that's what you start adding stuff to. I'm
1: looking at digestive bitters.
0: Oh, yeah. It seems
1: like these come from all over the world. I'm looking at a list of... Uh, I'm looking at Italy, uh, the United States, Germany, Switzerland, Denmark, Czech Republic.
0: Yeah, and wow. digestive bitters are different than cocktail bitters. Digestive bitters are like what you drink at the end of a meal. Like mm. Jägermeister is actually yeah. considered yeah. a digestive bitter. Campari.
1: Mm, that's a, yes, Campari. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: Campari is a digestive bitter. Um, and so those are like the stuff you drink. You're supposed to drink in little glasses. You're not supposed to take giant shots of them because they're...
1: How did that happen? <laughs> I don't How know. How did we get there with Jaeger? <laughs> it's
0: oh. the same people who try to smoke on airplanes. Um, yeah,
2: right.
0: <laughs> yeah, but there's really, yeah two kinds of bitters. So di- digestive bitters, like Campari and, mm-hmm. and shit, and then um, cocktail bitters. And that's kind of what we're, we're dealing with for yeah. the old-fashioned. And those are, you know, tiny drops. Those are measured in dashes. Da- yeah right.
1: yeah that's right just a couple of dashes in your old fashioned
0: yeah a couple couple dashes and we have i think three different kinds of of bitters out here yeah that we're working with uh, we're using an orange bitters which is cool this one has orange bitters in it this is a great drink i know i like this, this one is a lot. like this
1: is really good it
0: went down real fast too. yeah goodbye
1: good. i think we need another
0: i think we do and then we'll talk a little bit more about bitters yay That napkin that's for you is leftover from the pack of napkins I bought to draw our logo. Oh, shit. That's how exact we are. Because I just bought a pack of napkins and then scribbled on them for a while before I could come up with the napkin for our logo. And those are the leftover napkins. All right. We're, we're, we're on. Go.
1: So what are we drinking now? Round three?
0: Round? <laughs> I like that that's a question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Where is the time gone? Round three.
0: Round three, we are doing, we're doing a rum old-fashioned. So it's essentially oh, the yes. same recipe as like a household fashion, but with dark rum. Oh my. I would like to give a shout out to a friend of the podcast, Chelsea, who left a little bit of some high quality rum in my house one time. And Thanks, so I Chelsea. Some. Thanks, Chelsea.
1: You're the
0: best. Cheers. Cheers. So we'll see what this one's like. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about this one. I do
1: too. So round two, the one with the cognac, I was instantly sold. Like liquid the lips, like boom. Hey, this is great.
0: This may be great. It's just the first reaction. I was like, oh, it's different. It's very mm. rum. Very
1: rum. Very rum heavy. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think, and again, I have no palate. <laughs> but by the way, I don't really
1: either. Don't don't be fooled. I might. If you find me at a bar and I'm holding a, like a scotch and I'm like sniffing it, you might be like, man, he knows what he's doing. I don't really know. I'm trying my best. Every day. <laughs> I just see everybody
0: best. else do it. So that's what I do.
1: Yeah. I just stand there and hold my drink.
0: I know. I think like when I think of bitters kind of counteract a lot of the flavor from bourbons, mm-hmm. like that bite, or the little bit of the, the, I don't know, edge of a bourbon. And they don't do that because rum doesn't have the same edge. I think that's what I'm, I'm tasting. I don't know. Do you want to to know a dumb story about rum?
1: I would love to. Let's go.
0: These are totally unprepared stories by Sarah Spooner. The best. So um, the British Navy, which we talked about in the gin and tonic Mm -hmm. episode, but British Navy had a sailor until the 1970s. Like sailors were given a ration of rum every week. That was part of their pay. Like British sailors got a certain amount of rum every week as part of their pay and leave it to the government as every government does, they subcontracted it out to the lowest bidder. Like, you know, whatever contractor was going to pay the least, that was who the rum subcontractor was for Mm -hmm. the British Navy. And very quickly, the sailors realized that the subcontractor was watering down their rum. (laughs) And so they would get their rum and they would, because they're British sailors, Mm -hmm. have some gunpowder and they would pour their rum on the gunpowder and try to light it and if it was full rum the gunpowder would light it hadn't been watered down it had been proved to be rum and if it was watered down it wouldn't light and they would cause a stink and get more of it so that's why 100 proof is like 51 percent abv Mm -hmm. is because that was the point where the rum would light and so that's the the I think it's maybe 53% ABV is 100 proof, but that was the rum point where the rum would light on fire, and the British soldiers or the British Navy, it had been proved to be rum.
1: Let's drink it.
0: Hmm. Mm, anyway, back to back to the old fashioned.
1: Yeah, yeah, the the rum old fashioned.
0: The rum old fashioned. Oh, so I was gonna tell you a little bit more about bitters. Yeah, you, let's you, get back you to talk, bitters. Let's talk about some bitters. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah go, yeah, go, go. No, let's t- hear t- about me, bitters. Tell
0: me what you know about bitters.
1: So I don't know a lot about bitters. I, I, what what I know about bitters are what we discussed with the digestive bitters. And um, basically, it goes into an old-fashioned. That's all I really know. Like yeah. just going into an old-fashioned and then doing a, um, oh gosh, there's just there's a lot that I should have read up on that I did not. Just off the top of my head, the old-fashioned. That's what I always think about every time.
0: Yeah, when I think of old-fashioned, mm-hmm. like when I think of bitters, yeah, mm-hmm. I always go to that. I found a list of some of the ingredients that you might see in, in uh, bitters. Okay. <laughs> Get ready.
2: Oh, boy. Here we Tre-
0: go. Tree bark, roots, Oh, tree seeds. bark is delicious. Yeah, tree bark. I mean, let's start with there. Tree bark, roots, seeds, orange peels. Again, don't know how to pronounce this. giatan, geot- cassia, juniper berries, rose hips, coriander, anise seed, caraway, cardamom, ginger, fennel, cloves, cinnamon hawthorn berries dried fruits and flowers wow. nuts beans that's there's just a lot like basically there's. they were like just empty out your spice cabinet throw it in mm-hmm. there and see what happens rose hips don't lie Ro- <laughs> oh god Shakira's favorite drink. you're fired on that one yeah uh but yeah all the all the bitters the companies that make bitters are, are top secret recipes so angostura is probably the most famous bitter maker mm. That's kind of what you think of. Like, this is mm-hmm. this is Angostura. Everyone we've had tonight has had some Angostura in it.
1: Also, you cannot find bitters at your local North Carolina ABC store. You Maybe. have to
0: go elsewhere. You have to go to the grocery store where mm-hmm. yes. you find them. That's so right. weird.
1: And then, yeah,
0: Actually, that comes... So, um, well, Ashi, I'll tell this story in a minute. So, Angostura bitters, the most famous kind of bitters, um, were created in 1824 by Dr. Johann Sigart, who was a German doctor uh he was the um surgeon general of mm. S- simone bolivar's army in venezuela oh and so he created it as like a medicine for this for the the army uh, and it was originally called dr Siegert's Siegert Siegert. this this episode is setting me up to fail <laughs> no dr- you're, this is great dr Siegert's ar- aromatic bitters is what it was originally called and um it was a medicine for the uh simone simon bolivar's army in in venezuela it was named after the town mm. of angostura which i guess no longer has that name it has another name but um it got imported to england in like the 1830s and people were like mm, medicinal but have you put this in a drink yet <laughs> and that's when they kind of discovered it was uh, a drinking substance mm-hmm. it got moved to trinidad they moved their headquarters to Trinidad in 1870, where it has existed to this day.
1: To this day, it's They still... are made
0: in Trinidad. No kidding. And all of the Angostura bitters in the world are basically made by five people. No shit. Yeah. Wow. It's five people who know how to make it. That's it. Five. Uh-huh. And there's a top... You count center. them on one hand. Uh-huh. One foot. Yeah.
1: Typically. Wow.
0: Yeah. Hmm. They make all the Angostura bitters. Um, and so, I don't. you've seen a bottle of Angostura bitters that's like... There's the bottle, and then the label's too big. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it always just is like, why is why is did somebody mess up? Yeah, the, the answer is yes. Yeah, there's so, five people making that decision. Yeah, <laughs> um, Doctor uh, Seagart's two sons inherited the company after he died, and there was some sort of competition for them. And one got to uh, pick the bottle; he was choosing the bottle that the bitters were going to go in. That was a big decision, and the other one was designing the label. And it was a contest and who could pick the best? Well, they never like consulted with each other to find out like what size they were looking at. And so one comes with the label and one comes with the bottle design and they don't work. And one of the judges of the competition was like, uh, maybe this just becomes like a selling point. And they were like, all right. And so like since whenever that was like the 1890s, 1910, it, the label has been too big for the bottle because two brothers couldn't communicate with each other. Oh, which I That was amazing. <laughs> In two, 2009, our, our dear friend, Jane, friend, oh, friend of the yeah. podcast, Jane, Yay. hosts, hosts a, an annual swanky cocktail party. Oh yeah. And, and you'll hear about this much more, podcasters. But yeah. 20, 2009, we were getting ready to host the party uh, as I lived at the house at the time. And we needed bitters for the Manhattans, for the old fashions. And we went to one store. And the, the shelf of Anger Store bitters is empty. There's no other bitters. What? We go to seven stores. We go to seven grocery stores all over Asheville trying to find bitters. There are no bitters in any store. The shelves are bare. Finally, in a panic, we're like, where can we possibly go to find bitters? And we went to Williams-Sonoma and found
1: two
0: bottles. They had two bottles of Anchor Store bitters left. That was it. So we bought Williams-Sonoma out of bitters and proceeded to have like a dance party in the middle of Williams Sonoma because this was a two-hour. Oh my gosh! Uh, it was a two-hour conquest. What an adventure! It, it was it was an adventure. It was a two-hour adventure of trying to track down Angostura bitters, and apparently in two thousand nine there was the great bitter shortage of two thousand nine, and they had a problem with their bottle distributor and oh. didn't get bottles, or like ha- that is a problem, and so they couldn't bottle. Bitters and get it out in time. And so there was this huge shortage. Like they were just not available for a couple months. And it just so happened to be when I was planning a cocktail party and had to spend two hours just trying to find like two five ounce bottles <laughs> oh of God. bitters.
1: That must have been really frustrating. Like each store. Like, so you're saying that it was, there were spots on the shelf for it. It uh, just wasn't there. Uh huh. It was
0: just I, By the third story, it, it was personal.
1: Right. <laughs> like, this is a mission we have to complete.
0: Like, I, I am not sleeping until we find this because this has now insulted my family. And
1: <laughs> How dare you, bitters? Yeah, we're was, coming for you.
0: I was bitter about the bitter. Oh. So. But yeah, Angostura bitters is just ubiquitous. It's for every drink you can think of, basically, or every like old fashioned requires Angostura mm. bitters. It is like the preeminent name, and it's still only like seven bucks a blo- like for oh. a bottle. It's it's a still, reasonable. So, yeah, that was my own personal tra- trauma of trying to track down. Glad you got story. through that. Thanks. And I got by with a little help from my friends.
2: Oh, wow. Oh. That sounds.
0: Somebody should write a song called that.
1: You know, maybe we should ask uh, Sergeant Pepper. Maybe Sergeant Pepper knows someone.
0: He I hopefully he does. He he. Uh, I heard he had a band and it broke up.
1: Yeah. Lonely Hearts Club. I yeah,
0: think. yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just him now. He's a lonely heart. That's tough. Well, he got promoted to Colonel, and they left him.
1: Yeah, here's to you, Colonel. Sorry, Colonel. Cheers, buddy. Colonel Peppers. Hang in there.
0: Thanks for inventing the old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. This is a very historical podcast. Mm-hmm. Everything we say is very serious.
1: It is very serious. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate you. I really want to ask you about simple syrup. What's in simple syrup?
0: This is It's a very complicated recipe. Everyone
1: listen up. Listen closely. Stop Pull what out. you're doing. Pull out your pens. Put your phone down, unless yeah. you're listening on your phone. Get a sticky. Listen.
0: Sugar? Equal. You wait, wait, wait. E- equal parts Equal parts. sugar water that's all yeah well actually if they're if you want to make hot hot pressed or cold pressed um simple syrup but yeah it's it's essentially a one-to-one process to make mm. oh in america simple syrup in america is a one-to-one simple syrup in england is a two-to-one
1: two-to-one
0: because they go crazy sweet
1: Shh. <laughs> them sweet people over them there sweet
0: people in, Gosh. in the uk keep
1: <laughs> coming <and> sweet on <laughs>
0: That's what their shirts would say. Oh gosh. I actually want a shirt now that says keep cal- Actually, you know what? I don't. I hate no. everything that says keep calm and Yeah, do
1: something. I do too, actually. I don't know why I said that because yeah, everything that's keep calm, da 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 like no. no, no. I don't
0: I don't like artwork that tells me how to feel Right. And so like shirts should tell up, me, or art. whatever. Like I saw a piece of art recently that just said live simply and it was for sale. I don't have to. <laughs> and I was like, Do you want me to buy something that reminds me to live simply? <laughs>
1: That's messed up.
0: <laughs> I was like, fuck you, Michael." That's some
1: bold art.
0: God. It just—it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, don't tell me what to do. Don't artist. tell don't, me what to do. Don't. don't tell
0: me to keep calm.
1: Yeah, I'm fine.
0: I'm going to sweet on when it's my idea.
1: Right, let me think of it.
0: If the artwork just said, I'm not the boss of you. Just do what you feel like. Feel what you feel. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would was, look at
1: it every day like, how's my day going? Oh, it's great.
0: It's great. It's just like, I don't know what you're going through. If the artwork just said that and was like, you seem to be doing the best you can.
1: Yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's it's the emoji of the shrugged shoulder person. Like yeah. Oh, Like yeah, that's me. That's yeah. Love it.
0: You Make that an art form. Yeah. Of just the. Uh, do you want
1: to eat pizza? Yeah. Want to lay on the couch? Yeah. yeah. Do you want to do anything today?
0: Yeah. Like that's my yeah, if, if there was a way to make the path of least resistance into a piece of art, <laughs> I would like it.
1: <laughs> we we might be onto something here.
0: We might be the path of least resistance.
1: So as much as I was at first like, oh, this is different, and I'm not sure how I feel about this rum. Old fashioned, it's going down nicely.
0: It's just very smooth. Uh-huh. If, like, am I? I could be wrong about that, but I feel like it's very, very smooth flavor.
1: Yeah, I mean, rum don't walk to this one. Oh, oh no, God damn. It. Oh, no, round no. three is happening. Ah, oh,
0: you're fired on round three. <laughs> Woo. Rum don't walk. I gotta, oh, I gotta
1: walk. I, I have to walk. I have to work on these dad jokes, shall yeah.
0: we? Yeah, I was gonna say, the. If you have a chance to try a rum old-fashioned... If you can make rum old-fashioned at home, Do I Do it. Think. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Have fun at home. As always. Yeah. Remember, we are just the tipple, yeah. not just the expert bartenders.
0: Not, there's no craft bartending. No. Here.
1: Just... This is what it's all about. Having fun.
0: And this is all Do stuff in a home way. bar. This yeah. is all home bar stuff. So, like, this is rum that my friend left at my house. And Angostura Bitters. Thanks, Chelsea. Yeah, thanks. Shout out, Chelsea. Um, Angostura Bitters, which get at your grocery store. Mm-hmm. NBD. Get it uh, at your seventh grocery store. Yeah, the seven. God, thanks, Williams Sonoma. Shout out. Um, simple syrup. Mm-hmm. So we did the Demerara syrup. Which... Yes,
1: I have to check my notes on what is in simple syrup again. But yes, please continue. Yeah,
0: it, it, again. Well, we're gonna, the next one we do is going to have some fun simple syrup, I think. Um, or I don't remember the order at this point. Um, and and water, like that's that's friggin' it, and like an orange, like we're, a, a navel uh, orange. That's it. Easy yeah it's it's not a complicated drink. The fact that people charge so much for this drink drives me crazy because they're all really simple ingredients.
1: <laughs> this will change how I approach the bar <laughs> yeah,
0: but like, the old what? the old fashioned for being a very s- seemingly complex cocktail is not at all hmm. like Our another friend of the pod to give a shout out to john ammons john ammons who is also the host of the dirty spoon podcast which is great if you've never had a chance to listen to dirty spoon check it out but john ammons um dear dear friend has house sat for me watch my dog for me and one of the things he does after he house sits when he's leaving is he leaves an old-fashioned he makes mixes an old-fashioned puts a coaster on top of the glass and says just add ice and so you come home, and there's a... I mean, he uses your That's supplies. Great. <laughs> he uses stuff in my own kitchen, but...
1: <laughs> Thanks for that.
0: But makes an old-fashioned, and it's just... He's got a coaster on top of it, and you pull off the coaster, pour in some ice, and you come home from a long day, long cash. trip, and there's an old-fashioned waiting for you. I was like, oh, you can house it for me anytime. Yeah, he, I,
1: yeah he should definitely house it for me, too, at some point. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: So, shout out. We're going for uh, We're going for a new one. All righty. All right, so we're doing a, a smoked rosemary smoked rosemary and i will fully confess that i chose this recipe because it did allow me to catch something on fire fire burn so we're gonna try it cheers cheers i don't really get the smoked rosemary
1: i don't either but it's tasty
0: it was fun lighting something on fire
1: it's got a real um it's a fr- very fruity mouthfeel oh again boom always get it three One... for three out of nowhere
0: ah i even intentionally cut the first mouthfeel out of the first episode because i was like what? well there's reasons Why? because i'm the editor and i do what i, I know I want. but god it's so terrible and you're so offended <laughs> it's, ugh, mouthfeel
1: that's that does suck you're right yeah. no it's it's shitty i i just have fun with it because it's so
0: okay you know what there's a little smoke on the back end after the very end of the drink, I got just a, a touch, a scotch, a scotch, a smoch, hmm. I mean,
1: so I want to ask. Yeah. Uh, when making your old fashioned, what do you choose, bourbon or rye? Which way do you go?
0: Oh man, I.
1: I know this is a it's a big question.
0: It's I mean it's all personal preference. It
1: correct definitely. Yes, I couldn't say that better.
0: Um, I prefer bourbon.
1: I do too. I go you know, sweet. I like yeah. sweeter.
0: I like. And, and I like rise straight. I really love a straight rye. You like rye. that
1: bite? Like that?
0: Yeah. I like drinks that bite back. Same mm-hmm. reason I love scotch. And so I, I like my rise straight. But yeah, bourbon's in an old-fashioned. It just feels uh, more rounded. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel quite as jagged, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It does, yeah. I'm going to say it with authority, so it does make <laughs> sense.
1: It does make sense. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. I like bourbon with yeah. my old-fashioned. I've had plenty with rye, Yeah. but uh, when I'm picking, when I'm choosing, yeah, bourbon.
0: So my glass smells smoky. I think that's what it is. And so when I go to take my a hand drink, smells smoky. when I go to take a drink, I get the smoke.
1: It is. It is.
0: Shoo. So I think that's how it, how it imbues the flavor. So basically we dry, dried out a bunch of rosemary. Mm-hmm. And by oh. we, I mean, I forgot to until this evening and I put it in my oven and on warm for like 30 minutes to dry it out. And usually I have some like shitty old dried rosemary, but Sarah on a cleaning spree got rid of the dead rosemary Oops. and only had fresh stuff around the house. So then we, yeah, we had, uh, some, some dried rosemary that we made an old fashioned and then we put some dried rosemary on top and lit it on fire, which is one of my favorite things. And then put a, uh, shaker on top of it to kind of put out the fire, but capture the smoke and push the smoke into the drink.
1: Yeah. Later on, check Instagram for the videos. Yeah.
0: There'll be videos. Wes is not on social media, so Sarah will post. That.
1: Ah, I'm just taking a break. And Who hasn't done that out there? Come on, you know you're nodding. You are know, like yeah, you're right. I've done that before.
0: Or if you haven't, you should.
1: Yeah, it's healthy.
0: <laughs> let's let's talk about what you're doing with your time and your social media habits. Anyway.
1: Anyway, yeah, We'll back to social.
0: This. Or social simple syrup. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. So social yeah, social syrup. Social <laughs> syrup. That's uh, oh, Ooh, yeah. that could be a lot I think of that's things. That's tequila and social syrup. <laughs> yeah. Simple yep. syrup. Simple syrup, one-to-one, is the the American recipe for simple syrup. And the cool thing about simple syrup is you can, like, put anything in simple syrup. You can have basically any kind of flavoring of simple syrup you want. And because it's so cheap and so easy to make, like, you can have cinnamon simple mm. syrup and um, ginger simple syrup or, like, lavender simple syrup.
1: My first experience with simple syrup was making mint juleps years mm. ago. Watch for that episode later on, folks. Yeah. Hey. But yeah, it was. I was at a party for the big horse race and just made a ton of it. It's like a whole pot full of simple syrup.
0: Yeah. And I, it was delicious. That's the perfect reason to have it. It's like a mint julep is... So that simple syrup, you put mint in. Mm-hmm. And you have a minty simple syrup and it's super great for... You don't have to worry about mixing. You just put it in and you have your, your mint juleps and your big hats. Boom. And in your fancy dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, i had my fanciest dress on you that. did you looked yeah. like such a pretty i felt pretty so man. pretty
1: <laughs> golly
0: <laughs> i affirm you i have one that in my refrigerator that i do that is a lime and mint so i make a mojito simple syrup mm. and so like if you're going to drink on a hot day you bring that along and then you don't have to pack everything for your mojitos mm, yeah. you're not packing pa- powdered sugar you're not doing any of that stuff you got your simple syrup and your g to g on your uh, Mojitos. see. I think we just offended half of our population. Ah, you're fine. Come
1: on. You're fine, everybody. You're like, ah, it was funny. Yay. Yeah.
0: Anyway, and so the Demera simple syrup that we're using, Demera, I don't know. Demera,
1: I, I like that. I like Demera. 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 Demera.
0: Demera, get over here. Demera,
1: make me a drink. An old-fashioned.
0: <laughs> Demera, you let's, one of them old-fashioned gals.
1: Let's further offend everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have just alienated Pew, everyone. Pow. The two people still listening (laughs) because we gave them shout outs. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Angostura Bitters.
1: Yay.
0: We're going to get a letter from them that's like, stop talking about us, please. You've embarrassed us. But that simple syrup, like the Demera Demera simple syrup, um, is like a raw sugar syrup that originally came from uh, Guyana because the colony was formerly called Demeria. Demura. Um, Demura. and it's just a little bit more of like a nutty flavor. It's like halfway towards molasses, so it's okay. sweet, but it's not super great. Like we don't have to grind up sugar or anything like that. And those are actually Demeria cubes that we use for that. But like super fine sugar, you know, like your random shit sugar, you can make a fine simple syrup out of it. Nobody's gonna really care unless you're a snobby bartender. So like, no. and freaking, come on,
1: guys, you know you're not.
0: Make your simple syrup. Have fun. Just with make it. your simple syrup. It's yeah, fine. fun. Gosh, be free. Profit.
1: Um, so I want to ask uh, or talk about the cultural impact of old fashions. Oh, yeah.
0: What do you think?
1: I was thinking. Um, gosh, I have to admit, I haven't finished this show, but Don Draper yeah. drank old fashions in the show Mad Men on AMC.
0: Oh, I love that show.
1: I got through like two seasons. Okay, so I marathoned it a couple winters ago, maybe three winters ago, and I got through two seasons. I don't know. If, do you ever do this where if you Watch show after show after show. It just kind of blends together. Yeah. So if you take a break for, like, I don't know, three years, and come back and you're like, where the hell was I? Now I think, of course, Netflix and Hulu will, like, remind you, like, hey, idiot, this is where you were. But back then it didn't, so I don't know where the hell I am with that show. But I loved it. It was such a fun show to watch. But I remember he drank Old Fashions.
0: I watched that show live.
2: Oh, and as have, it was happening. As it was
0: happening. And I have not watched it since. So I, I would love to go back and re-watch Mad Men because it – the. Have yeah, you seen I've, the whole series? Like I've watched every single end? episode okay. of, awesome. uh, of every season, but I watched it live as it was on air. Don't you did, love that? I didn't watch it DVR'd. I didn't do anything. Oh. We watched it live. I do love that. It was one. I, it might have been the last show that I really did that with. Was was Mad Men? And yeah, he drinks the old fashioned. And God, it's such a great show too. I mean, Peggy Olson. I could go. I could do an entire episode on why I love Elizabeth Moss.
1: She's Be- great.
0: Besides <laughs> being Zoe Bartlett on the world's greatest show, the West Wing. She was, you know, Peggy Olson, mm-hmm. And then as June, as Offred. Offred, um, yeah. Oh, Han- like, talk about, oh, well, my Top God. of the Lake. I don't oh. know if you saw Top of the Lake. It was amazing, too. Mm-hmm. Girl. Season
1: one. I saw se- se- oh, season one. Of I saw
0: season one. I didn't see any more of it. But, like, girl knows how to pick a role, man. She good. But Mad Men, uh, yeah, his drink is old-fashioned. And it's funny you know, how everything old is new again. Mm-hmm. Like, the old-fashioned is actually the most ordered cocktail in the United States is it it is the number 1 Cheers. craft cocktail or cocktail
2: mm.
0: uh in the United States that's ordered at a bar. So like every bar serves an old fashioned mm. whether it's good or not is up to the bartender. Whether it's a hotel whether it's a or... hotel in Phoenix that can't get your damn old fashioned mm. right um <laughs> it is the most ordered cocktail. And so it there's something universally appealing about it. I don't I'm not quite sure what it is, but I think that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, I mean, there's the sweetness.
1: Mm-hmm. Love that.
0: Um, I think it looks fancy. It, it feels fancy. It feels Don Draper-ish. Mm-hmm. Maybe that has a little Very regal. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just opens up your your mind to an entirely different era and how things progress and, and storytelling, too. Like that, that version of storytelling and a, do an audience. Do you think
1: the show renewed interest in the drink? Yes. Yeah.
0: That's a great question. That's yeah. a really good question. Gold star on your question. Um, I would I would like to believe that. Because like the craft cocktail boom, I don't really understand why it's happening.
1: <laughs> Me neither.
0: I'm in it. And we're we're really
1: going. in the heart of it here in Asheville.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh.
1: Um, when, when was the show on? It would have been. Like 07 to 15?
0: It would have, Yeah. 07 to 15 is right around that area. Okay, yeah. okay. Maybe 08 to 14. Yeah. yeah. But something like Some, right something in there.
1: there yeah. All
0: right. Uh, but the craft cocktails, like, old-fashioned, I feel like, leads the way. Yeah. Because – I,
1: I order it often, actually. All the time. I was just thinking, yeah, I, I'm i I'm a part of that stat where it's like, like you said, I'll go to a craft cocktail bar. I won't know what I want. I'm like, you know what? Before I figure this out, I'll just get an old-fashioned. Yeah. Right, done.
0: Well, you you get you go to a craft cocktail bar, and you'll read the drink menus, and you'll understand three out of the seven ingredients. And you'll be like, what? I don't know what this ingredient is. I don't know what this mm. ingredient is. I don't – I don't know what this ingredient... I, I don't know how they're going to change whatever this special cocktail they have is. And I'm embarrassed I don't know what these ingredients are. So I'm going to look at the next drink. I'm going to look at the next drink. I'm going to look at the next drink. Then it's like, you know what? I'm exhausted.
2: <laughs> My All eyes sudden,
0: hurt. Yeah. I just want an old-fashioned.
1: My drink is empty.
0: Yeah. So the next one we're going to do is... Speaking of simple syrups and, and fun things. Is, is actually a simple syrup I made. Oh. Uh, I made a sassafras simple syrup.
1: Sassafras.
0: And we're going to talk all about it when we get back.
1: All right. Can't it's gonna wait. It's going to be sassy. Sassafras.
0: Yeah, Patsy, Patsy Klein was uh, sound asleep and disinterested. And then we started eating Rackers. snacks. And she just reappeared.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
1: Animals are fine like that. Like, whatever. whatever. Ooh, food. Whatever.
0: She's really disinterested in her own food. It's only human food that she likes to
1: <laughs> I have cats that do the same. Like, They're like active, active, doing stuff. And then like they're, when they're ready to eat, it's like, ah, oh, feed me. And then you put the food in the bowl. And they still, a thousand times, they're like, <sighs> look up at you like, really? Can I just?
0: It's like they're offended.
1: You know what, though? To be fair, we as humans can pick and choose whatever the fuck we want to eat, whenever we want to eat it. So imagine if there were these giants that were feeding us dry food in a bowl on the floor. And we were like, I mean, I know me. I'm, I'm, I might look up at a giant. No one, I could die at any moment. And be like, really, dude, you're going to feed me this. But
0: I, I think that you're thinking that your taste buds are similar to what a cat's or a dog's taste buds are. And I, I do not they, think they're t- they are, taste right? buds. No, really? I, I don't think so. Oh, they are also I pretty sure they're, they're similar. Eat, you know, rancid things on the side of the road. So no,
1: I also shit in a box in the house that I bury in sand. But yeah, other than that, I thought the taste buds might be similar no maybe
0: i feel confident in that yeah she does eat better than a lot of humans patsy <laughs> klein is my dog by the way i don't yeah. remember if we've mentioned oh, that before she oh she just went in my room she's over us now oh she's offended she's, she's like how dare you talk she just about walked me. out she got she's mad. like
1: that's not funny no. not funny at all
0: um, she
1: actually just joined us again she came back in the room and she looked up at me and was like you guys are done right you guys are done talking about me
0: yeah or at least
1: talking about cats maybe she was like you know what? i don't like hearing about cats
0: she's she's annoyed but yeah. she's always annoyed. Anyway, so we're doing the um, sassafras.
1: Sassafras. Oh round five. Yeah,
0: this is round five. Cheers.
1: Cheers. This is good. Man, that's really good. This might be my favorite one. Yeah, that's tasty.
0: Uh, so, yeah. It's got a good mouth. Beep. Thank you. Thank yep. you for going and just just uh, beeping that one preemptively. mm mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this. So I bought some sassafras root. You, sassafras albidium. Oh. Uh, for those who are. Uh, was sassafras
1: once used for root beer?
0: It is actually used for root still? beer. Still? Yeah. Oh, still wow. Used. So, sassafras albidium, um, for all you dendro nerds out there, all two of you. There it goes. <laughs> Thanks so for Now listening. we have negative listeners. Um, oh. Is it's a, it's a common woody plant. Like, we have them around here all the time, all over the place. And if it was spring. So I could identify them by the leaves. I would have just gone and harvested some root and done it. Um, but it was a little too cold. We don't have any trees blooming right now or budding. Uh, so It doesn't I have like
1: three different leaves. It has three different kinds of leaves. Oh. It has
0: a mitten. Mm-hmm. And it has a glove. Mm-hmm. And then it has just a regular oval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty
1: right. awesome.
0: Uh, it's a three-leafed tree. And they're, they don't get very big, um, but their roots are used in root beer. You can make some really good teas. Um, they have quite an extensive write-up in my Edible Wild Plants book. Uh-huh. check out out my Edible Wild Plants (laughs) book. No, but sassafras is a a pretty cool little tree and um, also a relative of the sarsaparilla. So I bought some uh, sassafras root and did that with a little cardamom Mm. and some star anise.
1: This is tasty.
0: Yeah, it was not hard to make.
1: This won't last long, by the Mm -mm, way. The other ones have been going down pretty easily, but this one, this is... Mm
0: -mm. I did cheat and make this one for me myself after I made the simple syrup just to make sure it was good. You and have was like, to. You got to do that. Oh, I need to give this simple syrup away to other people because I'm going to want to use it. Yeah, you're going to leave. I'm
1: raising my hand right you're now. You're
0: leaving with a jar. Okay. Um, if you want to leave with a jar, give us a comment. Yeah, you give know, us a comment. Say hi. Comment, uh, you might get your own jar. Send us a hi on Twitter or Instagram and uh, you might get your own jar. It's worth it. Yeah. But yeah, so we've talked about simple syrup. Mm-hmm. We talked about bitters. We did. We have not talked at all about the liquor that goes into <laughs> Old fashioned. Oh yeah,
1: bourbon or rye. Yeah.
0: What's the difference between we actually and rye? we we
1: did talk about what we prefer. Yes. And that that to me again like, that matters Just more. to hit that home, like if you're a listener and you're just like, oh, I'm not sure about how to do it, or I get nervous when I cook, or when I put this stuff together, just do it. It's fine. It's fun. It's it's what you want to do. Yeah. And that's, that's again, it's there's no wrong way to do it. Unless you set your house on fire, that's a wrong yeah, way to do, do, do it. Yeah, don't burn your house down. That might be the wrong way to do it.
0: Don't hurt anybody else. Don't burn your house down. Don't burn.
1: Don't burn your house down. Don't hurt your pets. Uh, don't get kicked out of your apartment. Th- okay, okay yeah. we're, we're, I'm trying to make a list of how it could go wrong, but yeah, I'm sure there's a it won't lot of happen. ways it can go wrong. I think you're going to be fine.
0: Yeah, so maybe maybe stick with human standards of dec- decency. Actually, no, don't go for humans. Go for like the best person you can think of. Standard of decency.
1: Yeah, do that. Do the best person you can think of, and then.
0: Go that route.
1: Yeah. I think you know what. I have a good feeling you're gonna be all right.
0: Yeah, I, I know you are questioning it. You're gonna be fine.
1: So and we we've talked about bourbon rye. Uh, we've done rum. We've done cognac. It's it's so fun. Like I, I I when when I sat down on the couch after my long day of driving. Yeah. I had no idea it you you could really do anything more than the bourbon or rye.
0: Than just the straight bourbon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It, and it's just it's so cool to know that. Again, this is this is helping me. I'm not a bartender. No. Like, I've worked in the liquor business for years, but, I mean, I'm still learning. So, it's fun to know that I could do it at home with the rum. Even the tequila, like you, you yeah. mentioned earlier.
0: And like a good smoky tequila. I can yeah, totally like a, see or it. Or like a mezcal. Yeah. Like a smoky Ooh. tequila doing that, Like, right? Doesn't that sound I, good? Yeah.
1: See, the thing is, if I have to, I have rounds one through four, yeah. it becomes a better idea. Yeah. Round um, one, um, we mentioned, like, oh, it's crazy. And then, like, now I'm like, wow, that's a great
0: idea. Well, like, we'll split one. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but that idea that, like, bitters is so... Bitters, water, and like your liquor, having all and, and like a sugar, having those all in here, it turns out it's it's a great palate. It's it's like a yeah. um, a roux, great you know,
1: combo. Yeah. In in
0: cooking, you have a roux, right? You like butter, flour mixture, and that is your basis for gravies and and all kinds of sauces. Everything good. Everything good. Everything it's a base for everything I good. Cheeses. I mean, I've You've got love a roux. Yeah. Ugh. But like those are, I know, those those kind of make a roux for Mm -hmm. your drink, and so you're like the liquor that you're adding, and then the subsequent things you're adding are just enhancing that roux. Yeah. Uh, Which I never I never thought about until this drink was like oh bitters, yeah bitters and water and sugar are a roux, Mm -hmm. and you're you're building everything off of that. It's kind of cool. Oh yeah, it it is.
1: It is so cool. It's it's fun to to be able to just experiment with this stuff and. Show off to friends in the future. Um,
0: but if for your reference, bourbon does have to be 51% corn. That's, that, of course. That's yes. one of the... It always has to be made in the that. United States.
1: Right. Always remember that. Made in the United States. Not
0: so in, so just in Kentucky. It just has to be right. made in the U.S. Right. Yeah. So that's from, something
1: I'm learning or being in the liquor business, I'm finding more people are learning that. Yeah. Because... Th- for years, they thought, "Oh, it's only it's only allowed to be made in Kentucky." That's mm-hmm. what makes a bourbon. Not true. It comes from all over New York, Utah, Virginia, all across the yeah. country, Virginia, right? Really good bourbons come yeah. from all across the country,
0: and it can be a special blend of of barley's mm-hmm. and, and wheats and stuff like that. But which is really the fun about it? Like fifty one percent, yeah, more. yeah. It can be that's the that's the fun is how you age it and um, what what your mash is really made of. And I, I think it was uh, Jefferson that did. Uh, you, could, you could get a bottle, and they had a, they were doing a test, and they had in all these different buildings, and you could see like which building it was in, which rack it was on, what number barrel it was, wow. and they tasted different based on what where their location was That's in the building, cool. and which building they were in, and how they aged. It was that temperamental. Uh, it was, was kind of—I mean, it was a very expensive, stupid thing to try, but I was like in—in in on it. Somebody else was paying for yeah. it, so I was down.
1: I don't know if I have that kind of palate. To trial those and be like, yeah, that's different.
0: No, I was just like, this one tastes like bourbon. Also, like, this, this is, is a bourbon.
1: This is delicious. This is delicious. This, this is delicious. another bourbon. This is delicious.
0: Yeah, I love everybody. This is bourbon. my
1: god, who wants a hug? Yeah,
0: but yeah. bourbons <laughs> have to be aged in new charred oak barrels. They cannot be reused. Those barrels, once right. they're used, they're done. That's it. And uh, yeah, usually they're white oak,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they're that's charred.
1: Right. And they're delicious.
0: Quercus alba is the white oak.
1: Who and do you think? Should drink an old fashioned.
0: This is the most important question it, we come to with the I night. I
1: love it. Yeah,
0: I feel like the old fashioned is the drink for both the person who cares too much and the person who doesn't care at all.
1: Hell yes, that is it. Correct.
0: There's, there's no in between. Mm-mm. No. Like the person who looks at the big menu and just says, "You know what? I know what I like. It's a four four ingredient drink. If it's made well, it's it's going to be satisfying. It's going to be the sweet and the bite." and a little yep. citrus, I'm going to have an old-fashioned. Yeah. that's it's the,
1: it's the person at home making their own. It's the craft cocktail bar underneath the building. It's the craft cocktail bar on the rooftop. It's the hotel bar on the ground level. It's the hotel bar at the side of the building. It's yeah. it's anything you want.
0: There's a reason it's the number one cocktail. Mm-hmm. So you have that person who comes in and goes, you know what? I see your, I see your crazy drinks. I see your super pretentious drinks. I'm going to throw them out the window. Give me an old-fashioned. Because mm-hmm. I like... The simplicity of that old-fashioned drink
1: It's in style. the
0: name. Yeah, it's right there. Mm-hmm. But then it's also the drink of the person who looks around and goes, I don't know what to order. I, I, I feel nervous. I'm raising my hand. And <laughs> you know what? It, this, I, I've never had one of these before, or this seems like a good idea. It sounds, the old-fashioned sounds important. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that Don Draper thing of like, it feels like a grown-up cocktail in yeah. a way.
1: Feels refined. It does. Feels regal. Mean, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, I agree.
0: And so I think it is the drink of both the person who is not trying at all and the person who's trying too hard.
1: Mm-hmm. It's for everybody.
0: Yeah. What do you think?
1: I agree. No, I I hate to say it. I hate to be that person. That's like I 100% agree, but I 100% agree. Yeah. Like it's that. It's it can be anybody. It's anyone and everyone.
0: Like it's yeah. I mean it is. There's a reason it's my favorite cocktail, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm trying to remember when it became my favorite cocktail. When it was that I was like, oh. Like how old I was or where I was when I was like... Oh, it's been no, in this... the
1: last 10 years for, for for me. It was my 30s. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. been in my 30s. Yeah, it's in, in, in the last 10 years, I've been like, oh, this is my favorite drink. Yeah, I had it last week, this week, the week... <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. actually... Yeah, it's happened all, all the time. All the time. Wow. Yeah. It's
0: my default cocktail. Mm-hmm. Old Fashioned is classic without being pretentious. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: I think it does. Yeah.
0: Sorry, that was my Old Fashioned. You wanted yeah. to talk. Round five. I mean, I guess it is kind of pretentious, though, actually, if I think about it. There's a little bit of pretension to it,
1: a little bit. I'm, I'm I'm sorry, folks. I'm sitting here thinking about it too, like looking up.
0: I want at to the defend wall, it. Like,
1: mm, yeah,
0: I, I like it. Is to, a little pretentious. It's a little pretentious. Yeah, for the drink. it's if you go into like if I went into a, the towny bar, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not ordering an old fashioned.
1: <laughs> you're looking at the back bar. You're like, okay, they've got bottles of Coors Light, Miller Light, Bud Light. A uh, Coors original can, a Heineken, a Rolling Rock. Definitely gonna get an old fashioned. Yeah. No. And, no.
0: Which is very strange when I think about it, because we're we've been talking this whole time about how the old fashioned is such a simple, straightforward drink, but it is also a very much a dis- a dividing line mm-hmm. between like working class and middle yeah. class. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't want to get into socioeconomics, yeah, yeah. but hmm. old. I think if you're um it depends on the bar. Definitely. Ooh, I just got some a big whiff of sassafras on this one.
1: Yeah, this one is going down beautifully.
0: Yeah. Where do you think someone should drink an old fashioned?
1: Hmm. I'm thinking like uh, it could be like the speakeasy. Do yep. it there, like do it at the uh Well, the craft cocktail bar in your town. Okay. That has like a lad, Like a library ladder behind yeah. the bar. On wheels. On wheels. Yeah. Like going around to like the eight stories of bottles that are there. Yeah. Um, which I visited like three of those in the last six months. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, after, after this conversation, I feel like at your house, because it's like, it's really easy. You, we, we've broken it down the way I've never broken down this drink. Like it's really simple.
0: That's or my like, answer. Do it at your house. My answer for the old fashioned is do it at home. Do Have it some and friends enjoy over. it. Yeah.
1: Have company. You know, sit, sit on your porch, sit inside your house, chat, converse, like enjoy the drink in good company. That's what you should do.
0: It's so easy to do mm-hmm. at home yeah. and you can do all the flavors, all, all the different oh, profiles, yeah. all, all the, the complexities, all of it. Yeah. At home. Yeah. I was, I was thoroughly surprised that when I was kind of wrapping up this episode, I was like, where do you, I, where do I think you should have an old fashioned at home? At the house. Yeah. At the house.
1: I can't I, wait to like, like, so it's March. It's not, it's March in the mountains, so it's not super warm yet, but maybe next month having like a, you know, bonfire.
0: Yeah. At the house oh. and go out
2: back,
1: you know, hang out. Yeah. Tell funny stories. Listen,
0: whatever. Like. Yeah. And because of how easy this drink is and it's easy to, to prep it ahead of time. Like I, I did some lemon peels. I did mm-hmm. some orange peels. Yeah. We already had those done. No knives. Um,
1: oh, we made these drinks so fast, like and easy, like, yeah. oh, wow. Oh, Boom
0: five ingredients mm-hmm. done uh yeah and and it feels so much more fancy and feels so much more refined than doing a shot or just doing a straight pour yeah. or anything like that like guys just have fun don't don't let the intimidation or or um prestige factor of a drink not be intimidated no do yeah don't be intimidated. intimidated no all right that was last call but that was uh, last
1: call what a, what a great drink
0: yeah, this has been a really fun episode. I feel this like has. we are all over the place on this one, but it's also uh, we're both tired and we uh, have no fucks to give.
1: <laughs> we should do episodes when we're tired.
0: Yep, that's the moral of the story: is yes. um, when we're tired, we should do drinks. Um, hey guys, find us on Twitter, JT Find us on Instagram, also JT I would say you could follow Wes, but he's given up social media on. For you Lent. can
1: still follow. It's it's just at me. thirty minutes or Wes, on Twitter. I'll be back. Don't worry.
0: When Jesus comes back, Wes comes back. Yeah,
1: when Jesus moves that rock and is like, I'm alive, I'll be back too.
0: Uh, I'm SS Puna. That's triple S Puna on Twitter. Um, but yeah, follow us Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We'd love to, to talk to you. Um, we love best, you. Best comment, best on Instagram or Twitter, does get a bottle of sassafras. Uh, oh, that's syrup. worth it,
1: guys. Do it.
0: And um, I am very fancy in that I save the little bottles of club soda that I drink from from Canada dry and have reused <laughs> repurposed them for all of my simple syrups. So you will get a, uh, hand labeled bottle of simple syrup. And, but no, this has been a cool episode. We've learned a lot about something I thought I already knew a lot about. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, guys, uh, thanks for joining us.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for listening and we'll, we'll catch you next time.
0: Yeah. We'll get the next round. Don't worry about it. Cheers. Cheers.